Though a podcast plays all the damn time, we're here to the review The Witcher and need to toss a coin to your podcast. Oh, Valley of Plenty, oh, Packcast of Plenty, oh, I said Packcast of Plenty, not Podcast of Plenty. Not fun. Uh, thank you very much, very much. Welcome back, everybody, to NMI When You Need More Info, a podcast from the world of movies, video games, and TV shows. I'm your host, Nate, and today I am joined by the ever-loving James. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, hi. I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. Looking forward to um, this review of Witcher 3, part one. I was going to say... Uh, Witcher, we... Sorry, Witcher season three, part uh, one. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, we've been we've been looking forward to talking about this for a while, to be honest, because um, we're going to preface from the beginning, people, for this uh, episode um, that James is the Witcher lore expert. Essentially, he's read well, all the books, played I've all the games. All, I've read all the books. It's been a little while since I've read the books. A little bit shaky, but uh, yeah, I do have a fairly good um, knowledge of, of the source material. So when we do come to the uh, the spoiler section, so basically how we're going to do this, people, as with usual with NMI, uh, we are going to do a non-spoiler review section, and then we're going to do a spoiler review section, but... We're going to make sure that we don't spoil anything p- past part one. So yeah. basically, we'll we'll discuss how the first five episodes of The Witcher Season 3 Part 1 were, but we won't spoil anything past the certain sequence at the end of the cliffhanger for the season, which I can, we can preface people, it does end on a cliffhanger, which, which we'll get to that in the review, to be honest. But yeah, before we get to that, James, how, how have you been since the last episode? Yeah, pretty good. What was the last episode? The last episode was IP and animation. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. It's been yeah, it's been it's been really good. Kind of like hope her Fergus might be able to join us for one because he hasn't been on for a while. But um, I'm hoping to get him on soon because we still need to do our Comic Con episode and we still need, and I retro games as well. Yeah, I think we're just going to drop the Summer Games episode next. I think it's been a bit too long to do that episode now. Yeah. To be honest, um, I'm thinking about doing like a half year point episode in regards to like where yeah. people are with games and TV shows and films and everything, and maybe just to catch up where we are because there's been so much content the yeah, past absolutely. six seven months now yeah. but uh so yeah so still playing age of wonders or like a little bit i haven't really been playing a lot of games recently been trying to get back into my writing and i suppose i've been what i finished watching foobar i've been obviously been watching the witcher and also i've been watching the secret invasion and i know there's a new ep- we're recording this on a wednesday i know there's a new episode out which i'll be watching uh, when i get back home so we're definitely. I think we're definitely going to review that season when it's done because uh, we're we're literally that. at the midway point now because it's only six episodes oh, long. Okay. So I'm actually watching as well. I have already watched the third episode, so oh. I can tell you, interesting to say the least, very interesting. Uh, yeah. That show is a very slow burn. I'm not going to lie. We could do a very very I, brief talk about it. We can. I don't mind that. I. I it's it's, it's Marvel spy uh, film essentially, and but like for six it. episodes. It, I think it, I think it needs to run a bit quicker for six episodes. I'm not gonna lie. I don't mind. I mean, it's, I don't think it's, it's not so far for the first two episodes. It didn't feel too slow burn uh, to me. I quite like I quite liked it myself, but I don't necessarily need things to be uh, fast paced. Though, do you find in most Marvel shows they they seem to sort of rush the ending? They can do, and it will always needs to be big and bombastic, which is, doesn't necessarily need to be every time. So, uh, I think this might need to be though, like you know how a lot of you know Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan stuff yeah, yeah. goes, like how it basically becomes big action packed towards the end because it's the culmination of like all this coming together. I mean, yeah, I think that I think that's the way it's going to go. To be honest, I think that's the best and that's, way and that, to and that's approach fine. it. It just depends. It, it depends on the story really and what what serves the story. It shouldn't be you have to build it up to this moment. I mean, th- 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 think of a Dark Knight. 
one of the best comic book films. Great ending. You know, it wouldn't necessarily say it was the most action-packed comic book ending, even though there is, there is action in there. But it's, again, again, why Dark Knight works so much is because it's more personal conflict. Ah, but it did have multiple action sequences in the movie, so we were able to enjoy yeah, that not, ending. Yeah, but it's not, it's not, it's not like your Marvel Endgame action sequences where it's over top CGI. It's well, just to be fair, Endgame did end on a quiet note. In fairness, Endgame was like the dark well, night in that in, sense. But, but, yeah, but end, end, Endgame before that was ninety <laughs> percent an true. end, yeah. an end of. It was literally the end game for Marvel for yeah. most people. Yeah. Most people it was. No, um, <clears throat> but yeah, Secret Invasion. We're definitely going to review that, uh, people. Also, I have heard that Armor Wars, which is uh, um, Don Cheadle's Don uh, Rhodey Rhodes, um, Rhodey Rhodes, uh, James Rhodey. Um, it's going to go straight into that from Secret Wars. Oh, okay. So it sort of like ties in directly, which I've heard about this. So that's interesting to say the least. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to play out, to be honest, but um, see how it goes. Uh, yeah, no, but for me, though, I, I haven't really been playing many games this week, to be honest. I tried to do a bit more fun fancy, but I've just been kind of distracted with going out, doing a lot more walks. I started the gym again. Ugh, so tiring. People love the gym. I love the gym. I hate the gym. Uh, I think once I go six times, I think I'll be okay. What's a but... game? What's that? What's a game? Uh, uh, a game is a place where people pay money it's to not Simpsons. really, to, to move yeah. on the spot. Simpsons like, reference for anybody who doesn't, un- doesn't oh, understand yeah, why. Oh, yeah, I got so, it, but, I got it, yeah. No. Yeah, but I, I imagine a lot of our viewers might not, so just do. Uh, but don't like reading, editing for the podcast. Podcast were delayed a bit this week because of um, illnesses and whatnot. But yeah, no, apart from that, I'm going to try and get back into Final Fantasy myself. Um, I'm actually, I think the Barbie movie's out this week or next week, so I'm oh, okay. definitely looking forward to going and see that, I'm not going to lie. I'm into, I mean, yeah, I might, sort of thing I might watch at some point. I'm not sure I'm too fussed about watching it in the cinema. One film which is coming out next week, which I really, really want to watch, and Nate's nodding here. You know what it is. Mission Impossible. Oh, no. Oh, I, no thought, I thought you were on about Oppenheimer. Oh, I, I want to watch that as well. But oh, Mission Impossible, to, yeah. But to, to, to be fair, I, I don't... I will watch Oppenheimer. I, I'm not desperate to watch it in the cinema, but Mission Impossible, I, would, I want to watch as soon as possible. I, will, I think we're definitely going to go see that. I think that's definitely an NMI uh, trip visit and review for that. I think we yeah. will be reviewing that movie because, again, Tom Cruise has pretty much saved cinema a lot. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the um, Dune Part 2 trailer? I've not even seen Dune Part 1 film. Really? I Interesting. How come? Just not just not your cup of tea? It or? didn't really interest me. It hasn't piqued my interest. Mind you, I guess you're not a Star Wars fan, so I guess... No, but you know, June's not Star Wars. June is, June is the major inspiration for Star Wars, though. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, so June is like, well, boy on a desert planet gains magical powers and fights an evil space force. Like, Oh, right. Now, now, I, now, now I know the story of it. I've got even less interest. Honestly, I think when part two comes out, uh, definitely give it a go because visually it just looks stunning. Like it looks because it's Denis Did you like Blade Runner? I did actually. Uh, yeah. I think I did. think give it a watch for the director. I'd say like, mm. like I, I just I might I mean I mean I, mean, I might watch some stills. Oh, for God's sake, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But now, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to Barbie. Um, I was actually thinking like we'll get some people to do, like. How they're basically crossing, they're doing a like meme uh, promotional crossover with Barbie and Oppenheimer at the moment, and um, so we're doing what now? Uh, so basically, like how um, people oh. are doing like hilarious crossovers. Like I just showed James a meme yeah. where there's this very pink dust cloud on Twitter, and it's like the Barbie Oppenheimer crossover has begun. 
all this stuff. And I, I'd love for like some one of us to review Barbie and one of us to review Oppenheim and have like the cross discussion with it because um, yeah, it'll be very interesting to say the least. You should end up kind of like with Oppenheimer in Barbie's world, and then Barbie do Barbie doing the famous Oppenheimer quotes. I've become, I become, I'm, I've become deaf. What, what, what is it? I can't remember what it is. I. I think it's I've become deaf. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've become plastic. The destroyer of wallets. I have become plastic. The destroyer of people's wallets. That was absolutely shit. But you're not here to talk about Barbie, Barbie people. You're here to talk about the butcher of Blaviken. The uh, the what whatever is what are his other titles? Yeah, just just call him Geralt. Girl. The the savior of Sodom, Sodom, Sodom. No, that's Yennefer, really. Oh, okay. I mean, get get what has fuck all to do with Sodom. Okay, well then, fuck it. But the butcher of Blaviken. Yeah. Um, yep, yeah, that's he's why he's most white famous. Wolf, for. White wolf. The white wolf. The white wolf himself, Geralt of Rivia. For Henry, for we are talking about Netflix's uh, season three uh, review with Henry Cavill, Freya Allen, Anya Coulter. Uh, Anya. Shalotra. Uh, Shalotra. And uh, I'm also just going to throw Joey Beatty because I think he has to be in Good Old Yaskia himself. Yeah. Uh, the f- people from mainly looking at the um, wiki now for The Witcher, and it's just really sad to see Henry Cavill season one to three, which we'll be getting to discussion about, to be honest. But yeah, yeah so obviously, right, James. Uh, so obviously, we've seen the first five episodes of this. Obviously, it's part one. Part two is coming out on the. 27th of july i want to say so we've got like a what another three weeks till it comes out which is quite frustrating yeah is it is it three weeks hold on one two yeah three weeks Mm. um really frustrating to wait for that i'm not gonna lie but give us your initial impressions so i i i I did overall enjoy this series even though i still have a lot of frustrations and (laughs) so i'll I'll be honest what's on preface this i'm someone who's happy that the source material is, is getting a live adaptation uh i understand some of the frustrations that people are having i don't have necessarily have that much intense emotion behind it it does feel that they are missing things they shouldn't be missing some tricks with it it feels a little bit too soap opery at times but one of the things i do feel this season does well which the other seasons didn't we are starting to get into more political intrigue and that's a big part of um, big part of the books. So, from that aspect, um, I'm happy with that on, with this season, in this direction. But we're still, I mean, in terms of my so season two, I felt was about five percent faithful to the book. I've, I'm going to say this is about fifty percent. So they have increased their fidelity, but we're still a lot, um, a, a slow sizable amount, which is very different now there's nothing wrong in an adaptation in my mind doing something which is slightly different but that difference needs to add to the material in 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 a, in a positive way and they're making really they've got to correct some things or work with some stuff they've established in season two with that 95 percent which was complete bollocks uh, in terms of a faithful adaptation like monoliths completely new um new stuff and i do find some of those choices questionable i've got my own ideas as to the sort of things that i would expand on if i was going to do an adaptation of the books and go on a little bit of, a little bit of a ramble here but on the on the whole i enjoyed it but i have certain certain things i'm not 
I, I am critical of how they've approached it. So, obviously, we had uh, The Witcher Blood Origin, which was set like three and a half, four thousand years before the actual Witcher yeah. series. Obviously, that seems to be tying in more to this season. It seems, it seems to be setting up a lot for, the, for this Sorry. season. Okay. Well, we can't. We, we could say. No, I get where you're coming from with that, but uh, we, can talk, we can talk about it more in, in the spoiler yeah, well, yeah, it's more it's more specific in the spoiler section, but obviously they do hint at stuff at the end of that show, which does link into the third season. Well, coming up anyway, at least. But um, my initial impressions of I do like the fact that they've just completely got rid of the whole time jumping aspect, which season two didn't have itself. I do like the fact that the first episode is more an intimate um, episode for the most part between. Gail, uh, Yennefer and Siri, like the actual dynamic between those three because obviously in the previous seasons the characters were so far apart from each other and I think like the core print the core thing of the Witcher is like the the relationship the, tr- the triangle of these characters it is it's a family between them exactly yeah. I do like how that is explored as this goes on I do feel that like it's interesting because like you know Henry Cavill's portrayal as the witch in the first two seasons was very stoic it was very you know quiet and mumbling and everything but in this season though they do make jokes on how like they're trying to make teach him to laugh and smile and everything but he he, he has more emotion more personality this season from what does actually come through for the character and he has a few times when he's actually able to spell some of his philosophies and his way of thinking which is a big part of the books yeah because obviously I know he, as you've stated he's a traveller he's a philosopher he is a he's an extremely smart character but I think in the yeah. previous seasons he was more portrayed as just this roaming warrior who's just trying to hunt down monsters yeah. and yeah. I think if you as you've stated with introducing the political aspect of the show yeah. you need to see Geralt's more political intelligent mind coming into it essentially well you need, yeah well it, it, it's Geralt's well, dismissal of a politics well I was just an anti-political mind Sorry, essentially because yeah. there is a line we can say we won't say whether it's which episode it is like how he talks about you know in the world of the humans and the everything there's political borders but for him, he doesn't see the borders. Oh. It those borders are created. He doesn't see that essentially. And I, I, I love I, I that. Like, I, like, I like that line as well. I yeah, that, I thought that was good character development with that line. So, yeah, and yeah. I think like the relationship between Geralt and Ciri this season is really good. Like you, mm. you could you could definitely see the father daughter aspect growing also because obviously you know we saw it developing in season two when they first meet and they were they were building up towards each other when they go to Ken Morin. Mm. um but obviously this season we get a lot more of Yennefer and Ciri together which how how did you feel about uh, that well that is actually a big part of the second start of the second book um probably more so in the book than it is in in the series there's, there's, a, there's a large part of the start of the second book where Yennefer is training Ciri yeah, because obviously, you know, Siri is this all-powerful being and everything, but I do like the fact that, like, Siri has, Siri has always been a very headstrong character, and Geralt has been teaching her to, to utilise her headstrongness in regard to, you know, teaching her to be a warrior, but now, even though Yennefer's teaching her the magical aspect of her her side, she's also teaching her that mm. you need to be more grounded, you need to be you need to be more realistic in how you approach things. And I do like the challenges that Siri is going through this season because she it does feel it does feel like she is literally Gelch's daughter at times because she wants to make moves and actions and everything but Yennefer's yeah. the one restraining her and I do love how that's played out in there. Particularly the episode where her and Yennefer go to meet someone and there's an interaction there. I do like how that plays out. Yeah. 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 
so obviously you know with the witcher we get like sword combat like we get we get all the big combat sequences i know there were a couple of episodes last season where there wasn't really any combat in the episodes and i do feel this season they realized like they need at least like you know a combat sequence each episode yeah and how did you feel about um the combat so far this season um i'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to remember i think the combat was okay well it wasn't the main thing that stuck out because i think a huge part of it was uh was political intrigue obviously you got a big combat um in see in, in first episode which again not in the books but really Okay, uh, we'll talk about this in the spoiler section. But as I say, fifty percent is not in the books, so there's a lot. There's a lot of difference. Because you remember, I told you how I saw a fight sequence for the show yeah. in a teaser. That's the partial of the fight sequence they showed. And yeah. one thing I can say is I do like the fact that they're showing Geralt's um, abilities this season more. Yeah. I'm kind of annoyed that they're only showing, you know, how many uh, how many abilities does he possess? Like in the games, I think it's six. Well, in in, in the games. If you're going from the games, it's uh, Quen for shield, Axe to mind control. It's um, Ard. Ard for wind, kind of like pushing yeah. people away. And then you've got... Quen? Uh, no, I've always no, said Quen. 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 Quen is for shield. And then you've got fire one, which I can't... Igni. Igni for fire. I can't remember anything else. Although, no, no there's Urden as well, which is to slow people down, so five. So I'm I'm presuming he has those as well in the books, or is it more? Or is I, mean, it... I mean, I don't remember him using it a lot. I mean, yes, there was like a short. St- I don't. I do remember one of the short stories where he, he does use one of those abilities. I, I think it's just something which is used very not often. It is it's something that's established in the books. It's just I don't remember it being used a lot in the books. But if that. Yeah, because I, I don't know. I think um, I, I obviously come from someone who primarily played The Witcher 3 and coming into the show. Yeah. He's used Quinn and Ard mainly, pretty much. He, well, no, he used Igni last season for to heat the sword. I yeah. remember that correctly. Yeah. But I don't know. I think with all these abilities, seeing them in previous seasons, I would have liked a bit more. Maybe they're saving that. Like, you know, utilizing all his abilities, essentially going into the second part of the season. Obviously, you know exactly where the second part yeah, is going to yeah. go pretty well. If they I, keep I know, to the I, book I know, more. I know where it should go. So, so yeah, because pr- yeah, obviously I know we'll talk about in the spoiler section more without spoiling too much. But I, I, I do. I, spoil for you, I did but, really like yeah. the f- action sequence in the first episode. I did really enjoy that. And also... I love the fact that we are seeing series Witcher abilities, like fighting abilities coming out and how Geralt is showing, like seeing she is becoming a competent Witcher and yeah. even commenting on that. And I love the fact that that level's go up, going up, but now we're having to deal with her, trying to deal with her magical abilities, which are out of control to a degree. You could say they're, they're yeah. quite chaos, you could say. I actually feel they should have expected, should have, should have had a bit more time Looking at those magical abilities with Yennefer because it's a big part of the of the uh, first part of the second book. Mm. So obviously, you know, with um other characters in the se- season, obviously we didn't get a lot of Yaskier last season. No, he, that's he, true. But they've, they've expanded his story out up, up a little bit um in this season, and yeah, because obviously we've got more. Ca- obviously, adding the more political intrigue, I do like the fact that without spoiling too much, Yaskier is quite central more to the political aspect of this season of trying to control yeah. certain characters and move people about again not in the books but i do but this is one thing that i actually do like about from it's one of the changes that i do like 
I think it's um, we could talk about it more in the spoiler section, but um, yeah, it's one 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 change I do like, and he has got some good character development in this uh, this first part. No, I completely agree. Obviously, we have a uh, good old um, Graham McTavish back as a uh, Dijkstra, who yeah, you're yeah. a big he, big he, fan he, of. He's fantastic in the role. I think he 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 plays it perfectly. Yeah, because obviously I know Dixie from the third game and everything. Yeah, I mean, he he's a big part of the second book, which is what they're adapting at the moment. In all fairness, what this is basically from the main book is... Um, main book he's in, really. Yes, that's... I mean, it, it's good, because obviously Graham McTavish is always a personality, whatever he's in, to be honest. And I do like the fact that we're getting, like, seeing the different sides of, you know, the cultures more, and we, we are focusing on the mages in the more, the first part. We do see the human aspect, specifically with mm. the character of Kahia. Um, so, obviously, this is one of your favourite characters, if I believe, if I'm correct. No. Oh, who, no, 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 no. He's not one of my favourite characters, but he's one of the characters who I feel the show has got completely and utterly wrong and I'm perplexed as to what the hell they're doing with this character. So even now? I can see potentially... I am starting to see how they can start to get him to where, where he should be, but I, I still have questions. We'll find out by the end of this season and we can come back to this question maybe in part after, after part two. But I do still... I mean, they fucked him up quite a lot in the first couple of seasons, in my opinion. So it's gonna take a, uh, a yeah, take a lot to get him back on track to yeah, how it should be. Because obviously we've got characters such as um you know let's talk about like very briefly the characters from the um uh the what do you call it Abeles no no it's um Abora Ab- Ab- what's the place called the the Brotherhood's Temple oh uh what Fan Faned uh that, that's the the town of Faned on um. Oh, Alavan, Alavan. No, no, can you find it on Ricky? It will, it will come to me. <clears throat> I honestly, this is really quite frustrating to be honest because I'm having to. It's the, it's, it's oh, the, it's the old Tanad. Aratezu, Ar- Aratuza. Aratuza, yes, Aratuza, and it's on the Isle of Tanad, I believe. Yeah, so uh, uh, Tisela, uh, uh, um, uh, obviously, uh, Stregobor. Obviously, these are bigger players this season. Uh, yeah. I do love the fact that Lars Mikkelsen, I totally did not realise Lars Mikkelsen is going to be the main villain in the new Star Wars shows coming up. Oh, okay. He's, do you know that I've, I've captured Grand Admiral Thrawn? Blue no. skin character? No. No, no but it's basically... Not, he's not, he, not, not Smurf, is he? He's actually, he's a very political, intelligent empire character. Right. And watching The Witcher, I'm like really appreciating seeing, because I haven't really seen a lot of his acting ability outside of voice work. Yeah. I know he was in Sherlock, the TV show, very briefly as well. But I, 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 it didn't click until this season that Lars Mikkelsen is, um, you know, uh, Fraun. So okay. seeing him this season and how he's playing out, I've got some theories about him myself. Because right. um, it's interesting to see, because he, he's an arsehole, basically. Okay. He, I, I see him as an arsehole. James like, I mean, okay, I mean, I mean, I mean, No, because I don't, mem- I, I don't remember him that well from the books. Apart from a short story. Interesting. Interesting to say the least. But obviously we have other characters where we won't really talk about to the spoiler section. But one thing I will say about the season is I feel the music isn't as strong as it was previous seasons. 
Like, I think with the fight sequences and obviously with Yasuko in the first season with Tatsuko and Witcher, we, we discussed this off mic. I think the music has not been as strong this season so yeah, far. Yeah, I don't think we've really... I can't even think of a catchy tune which no. Yasuko sang. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've, yeah, I know we had the Burn, Butcher, Burn, Asses, which it wasn't as, yeah. like, memorable as Tatsuko. But to be fair, that became such, like, a cult phenomenon song that yeah. people are still singing it now. And I do have a phrase we discussed off mic that when this show ends, I think... It will end with uh, Jaskia in a tavern singing Tuscanty, which as Geralt goes off into the in, rise off into the sunset onto his next hunt. I don't well, know. I don't know. The four books. Oh well, that's the thing. I don't know yet. You've read the books. I haven't. So that's yeah. just my. James like, yeah, good fucking luck with that idea. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So yeah, I, ju- I just think the music, like the orchestral music in general, hasn't been as strong. Um, I do think. The choreography was really good this season. Um, the VFX for the show are still not not a hundred percent. Like when they were fighting a certain creature in the fourth episode, it it didn't look real. Yeah, at all. I, I I agree with that. I know exactly what you mean, and I thought the same things. I was watching it, and t- to be fair, I did at the time think, you know what? I personally don't mind because I don't need. I I remember watching the old like seventies films with the old stop stop motion kind of creatures. But the fact that I was comparing it to that in my in my head means it was pretty bad. To, to be oh. fair, to be fair, it's better than the dragons from season one. Yeah, that's fair. That that's I mean, fair. we'll give yeah, them that. I think yeah. the creature in the first episode was easier to mask because it was darker. Yeah. Like, I think it was easier to do that. But I think because of the... There's always a thing with VFX. When it's in the daylight, CGI is much more noticeable. Yeah. You could have done, like, you know, practical, a practical model to a degree i think and, and mixed in cgi into that i think that would have been a good way to approach it because there for being for being a show about witches yeah there wasn't many monsters in this season but i know they play on the aspect of like it's not that many in the books either in all fairness mm, true apart, i guess apart from the short stories is the main thing i mean yes there are um in in in, in the books but it is it is intimate it's about similar cadence to i suppose with this part really it's not they do talk about the monster of ma- the man of the man the man as the monster though like yeah. a lot of the time like I think yeah. it definitely I think that with the political pull this uh, part as well but obviously you know with the end of like this part of the season it does end on a cliffhanger and I'm not gonna lie where it ends really did frustrate me because unlike um, like across the Spider Verse where mm. you could tell it was coming to a cliffhanger point this this and you could tell it was gonna end there this literally just stopped. Yeah, I mean, when they said it was going to be uh, split into two parts, I had in my mind where it was going to split more than likely, and it was, and this was earlier than I expected in terms of the story. So that's my frustration because they've split it into part one and part two. Obviously, the last three episodes which are coming out um, in mm. a month's time or three weeks' time now. The point should have just released the whole thing on a full So, July. the reason... We're going to go back to Strange Things now, because Strange Things was the first show to do this. How yeah. they said, I believe the reason was they were still working on the VFX, yeah. which I'm not going to lie, The Witcher can't really use that excuse if the VFX weren't that great for the first part. No, but I could have, I could have just moved it to 27th of July. Just put this whole thing on that, exactly. on that date. Or, well, there's, there's another two reasons. It's only a month today. With yeah. Stranger Things, the final two, three episodes, as we discussed, were four and a half hours long. Yeah. I think if you're releasing it into two parts, you can't have those episodes be 40 minutes long. Right. Okay. You, you can't. Like an hour. They have to be at least an hour and a half an episode, in my opinion. Because is there a lot more in the to go in the in the second book? 
Yeah, I mean, there is. Uh, I mean, we're only probably about halfway, so... Yeah, and they've got three episodes not, not, left. Yeah, yeah. That means they have to have longer episodes if they're going to cover the, the accurate book they've been say, stating. I mean, it's in vogue comments for that, because, I mean, it is it is a lot more accurate from the second season, put it that way, which was, wasn't accurate at all. So, uh, and there is a lot, but which is accurate-ish. It's, for, it's falling the gist of a story, put it that way. But there is also a lot... Which we'll get into a spoiler section, which is... Without going different. into too many spoilers, does the final part of the book stay in the same location? Does it jump to much more, m- many more locations? There are more locations. Okay. Because obviously, you know, the location we're in, I thought that might have been like the a good closure for the season itself, but, you know, no doubt where it's going. Okay. Who knows? Obviously, we, we need to discuss how... I mean, if they wanted to, they, they could... Put, they, they could... If they're really going to spin it out, they could probably finish it halfway through the second book and then do... Yeah, and then do the end of the second book as first half of the next season. I don't want them to do that, but I can see that happening. Things though with how like they're talking about how we we could discuss this now. How Liam Hemsworth is going to be coming in in a meta point, which really like, does frustrate James. Yeah, fuck off. Um, we're talking about what's actually pre-podcast. Just because the actor changes, you don't need to to shed light on it in terms of a story. I mean, I was thinking, like, the Dark Knight changed actresses when Maggie Gyllenhaal replaced uh, Katie Holmes' character, and you didn't need a freaking in-world explanation then. When the Hulk actor changed, when Mark Ruffalo took over from Ed Norton, you didn't need an... Rhodey in, in Marvel as well? You didn't, yeah. You didn't need an in-universe explanation. People will... Except, except that it is okay. It's a different actor playing it, but it is still that. Character. Well, I think the There's biggest person we can, the biggest person we can ever talk about is James Bond. Yeah, you know, fifty years, no one's really talked about. They've they've talked about the differences between the Bond actors, but they've never about talked the about only, the, the the only show I can think of where it is necessary to do that. And it's just because they've made it a part of a story. Is Doctor Who? Yeah. No. I and they literally did. Have a good reason as well. They came up. They came up with an in-universe reason. This does not need an in-universe reason. It's just a different change in actor. But I will say, people, if you listen to our review and they're thinking you're not going to watch the show after Henry Cavill leaves, just give Liam Hemsworth a chance. I agree with that because next season is my third. Is a third book. That's my personal favorite. I know a lot of people like the fourth um, book, which is the book, which will be the. Uh, Fifth season, if that happens. So, well, they have confirmed oh, yeah, the fifth yeah. season. I think if you're going to bring Liam Hemsworth in for the next, you can't just do one season with him. You can't yeah. bring and with how this universe is going, there's, like there's a, there's a character for the next season which I really want to see on screen. So, uh, interesting. My, my, that's my favorite character. I mean, it's my favorite character coming up in the next season. I know they've stated that Liam Hemsworth, like, because the cast of Spectre, because I found out that basically the whole Henry Cavill leaving thing, the cast didn't know till after they wrapped. So the whole, you know how they usually have like a, mm. a main actor leaving the show role. They didn't right. have that at all. They'd already wrapped film for quite a while. Yeah, and yeah. then they, he announced he was leaving. So then there was a bit of a shock to them. So, okay. but they have spoken to Liam in like emails and brief conversations and yeah. saying like how he is on a, a really tight regime at the moment, like get, getting all the law down getting the books getting the training down because mm. we discussed our podcast as well off cam- uh, mike as well what a big part of this show is the extraordinary sword choreography right. it's extra- yeah. i think it's extraordinary That's like because yeah. i remember they had professional short sword 
sword masters like come on and look at like how the fight yeah. fights go and how it's used utilized and everything and i think with how henry cavill puts his all into the performance mm. for that specifically as well liam hemsworth needs to do that and now to be fair Geralt Geralt doesn't have to be a hugely built character because in as you've stated before i think Geralt isn't like a huge muscular character in the books He's not superhuman, put it, but well, he, he is, but he also isn't. So he isn't Superman build. He's not super. I mean, no. I mean, he will. Yeah. I mean, he's not infallible, put it that way, in terms of fighting. The only, I think, yeah, because obviously, I, I feel that Geralt was bigger in the first season. He he was right. bigger, yeah, muscular yeah. build, and then the season is a bit more. I don't know. I don't know if that's possibly like you know for you know training reasons or. It's not something I've, I paid a huge amount of attention to in, in in the books. To be fair, I mean, for me, I I just like the, the story, and the political intrigue, and that kind of. And the relationships. Do you think so, we'll get the beard? No, because he hates beards. Canon, he's not meant to uh, grow a beard. Although uh, I did know which of three because uh, I like it looks it looks good on beard. Yeah, but no, I think um yeah, give give Liam Hemsworth a chance. Um, I think if he's doing the training regime, I'd say if he's you know physically ready by the end of the year. Mm. Give us give us an image of him as Geralt by the end of the year. I think as yeah. long as we see what he looks like. And obviously, as from what I've heard, he was the runner-up for Geralt anyway. Mm. Like, give him the chance. Like, I, and also, I think it'd be really good for him because, because with um with uh his brother, you know, his brother is the king of, of Netflix at the moment with Extraction. Think about both the Hemsworths literally leading Netflix with yeah. The Witcher and Extraction, and you know, Chris Hemsworth being Thor still. But yeah, I think we're gonna wrap it up there. So I'm gonna give this a. We're gonna. I think we're gonna give this sort of like. Um, we're, we're wrapping up the non-spoiler section. The non-spoiler section, but I think we'll give it like a. What what, what should we say? Um, a mid-season uh, rating. Yeah. And then we can and we can we can re-establish our ratings at the end. But I think I'm gonna give this a seven point five. Okay. I think I'm gonna give this a seven point five. I'm gonna give this a seven out of ten. Okay, so we're roughly so, the same then. Yeah, not too bad. I enjoyed watching it. I, I, I'm glad there was more. But we're starting to get into political intrigue. It is a little bit too soap opery, more than it needs to be, as opposed to the drama. It, I, I don't like some of the changes they're making to the books. But I also like there are one or two changes to the books that I do like. But on the whole, this is much better than season two. More, polit- more political intrigue, maybe a little bit slower, but I like, I like that. Uh, more faithful to the books. But with a big caveat, there's still a lot of changes. And I suppose that's one of my main frustrations. Some key issues, changes that I don't like. It's not a change per se. It's changes that I don't think add well to the story. And also the fact that I've forgotten what I was about to say. Um, But yeah, 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10, right. But now people, we're going to get into the spoilers section. So if you haven't seen The Witcher Season uh, 3 Part 1, please go away and watch it and come back and listen to our review. So as per usual, fuck off and watch it. I think, we've got to give the, I think that's our usual uh, usual thing now to say that. And obviously, you know, if you're leaving us now, please um, email us in at nmipodcastout.com, nmipodcastout.com, uh, or our socials at nmicast. But if you're sticking around for the next section, we are going to get into the spoiler section in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Okay, right. So fifty yep. percent of the book. Yes. Let's get into it without too many spoilers. From, from probably... my from my memory of the book, it's been a few years. Because obviously, I, I from what I've read, and we're going to bring this character up now. I think you may know. We're going with this Gallatin. I do not remember that character from the book, and the storyline, and, and also the storylines he was involved with in the show. 
are 100% not in the books because he was doing stuff with uh, Kyle here. So I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying this is a completely new character. Yes. And all the stories involving this character were completely new. It was weird how they brought in this actor, who's quite a well-known actor, to literally be in two and a half episodes at most. Yeah, it's Robbie, Robbie M.O.L. who's the actor. Yeah, obviously cousin of Stephen M.O.L. Uh, the Arrow. But yeah, yeah I... I thought it was very interesting how they got rid of him. Like, literally, they, they yeah. cut him very quickly, let's just say the least. Yeah. Um, obviously, Emir, the king, uh, obviously, is he an evil character? Is he a cruel character? Or is he just very... I, I mean, Rod of Witch was should be Shades of Grey, some darker than others. So, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something. I'll, I'll say a key scene with Emir that is from the books, which demonstrates how dodgy the character is but also some of the greyness uh, and I, I'll say it because it's it's not in the show it's something which might they might do in a show at some point but I don't think they will because I think it would have happened by now um, so at some point with after Cinch was falling think, my memory's going to be a little bit shaky but I think we're talking talk about kind of like rebel factions and stuff coming over there's like a leader of one of these like Sintrin rebels who then Emir feels like he needs to set an example of and so he, he he's like talking to um talking to whoever's I can't remember who he's talking to he's talking to people and he's saying basically to kill this guy in the most brutal way possible uh, but uh, because he thinks by doing that it will stop further kind of like um rebellions kind of thing so that's an image of his mindset in the in the book so i mean yes through with, with my morality i would indeed say that he was evil but i would make a case that he was he was he's, he's dark gray he's making choices because he's a ruler of a powerful nation he's making choices which he feels um he needs to essentially through um from a political mindset so i know a lot of people would talk, have talked uh talked about um Kira Med's been introduced this season. Yeah. Like, and obviously I know her from the Witcher 3 video game, yeah, yeah, big yeah. character in the Witcher 3 video game. So it's actually nice to see her. Because I believe, is, does her character get bigger as the show will go forward, I'm presuming? Oh, okay. Um, Without too many spoilers. Sorry, it was just, it was, it was just your positions of getting, getting bigger. I kind of... Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> God damn, there. I'm not cutting that, Sorry. but that was, that was fucking hilarious. But to be fair, though, I will say about The Witch of the Season, how the first season had a lot of nudity. Yeah, okay. There was a lot of nudity. Yeah. And this season, very little. Which yeah. I'm not against. Well, I mean, okay, there was, there was sex. It's, it's not, it doesn't need to be that way. For me, again, it's about relationships, about politics. It could be shot about, creatively. About story. It could be shot yeah. creatively. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, Kiramet is introduced this season as the sorceress. The, like they so go to meet in regards to that scene with um, the, all, Siri. All, big part of the books, really, kind of like the um, the whole sort, the whole 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 magic kind of like community is a big part of the books. Yes, yeah, so obviously, her introduction is when Siri decides to essentially change someone's destiny. Essentially, with that um, little uh, dwarf boy, essentially. Mm. Which uh, which was interesting, and obviously you know plays into going forward with her her power and, and abilities and, and everything. Again, not in the book. Uh, not in the book. Interesting. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't remember it from a book. Put it that way. So I'm pretty sure it's not. So, I'm I'm really frustrated how like the end of the season literally ended at a knife point. Yeah, um, I was expecting it to end where the next episode is probably going to end. Interesting. 
but I can't say too much. I don't want to spoil part two. How did you feel about um, oh, what's their name? It was the the fire character Renfrey. Rience. 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 Yeah. Um, he's good in the books. I think he's good here, but he's underutilized. Again, they're not doing they're not doing enough with him. They're still not doing enough with him. So the, the point where he goes and sets fire to um, Codbringer and Figmy Jigmy. I'll find it. I'll find their names here while you're talking. Yeah, so. That's fine. I've, I've probably got a first name wrong. Cod, Cod Ringer and Thingy Jimmy. So when, when he sets fire to a place, yes, that, that that is in the books, but they did that so quickly. It sh- should be that, that should have been more of an extended scene, really. Cause, yeah, because like does go like because obviously the scenes that go has with them, it does seem like he does have a relationship with those people. So I'm wondering, like, does he? Well, you did see a, a previous scene with him, like. That's what oh, I'm trying yeah, to say, and how like, them, but. but when they when it's revealed to Gerald that they didn't survive, yeah, there was just it was sort of it was just like a fleeting. Okay, then they could have made, they could definitely could have done more with it. They could have expanded that. See, if that's something they could have expanded on. They could have had some more interactions between Gerald and those and, and, and those characters, and made that a longer scene. So it's more when Rience burns the place down, make that a longer scene, and then have Gerald reacting in a. Um, slightly stronger way. I mean, he's, he's Miguel's still quite a reserved character, but there still needs to be. But you're right. There needs there needs to be something there to kind of like solve that kind of shock about what. I did like the scene with um him talking about his mother and like how, like he still remembers them starving essentially and yeah. like you you see like this. Is what I was trying to say how like the previous seasons, Gerald. You could see he had emotion behind his eyes and he was very reserved, but this season you you started to see that come through more and everything. How I, I did love the running joke how they would talk about training for Siri, but it was actually brought to her, talk of training for, to go out to smile and everything. Oh, and funny. I do love how that played out, but I did love the scene in the hut where they were talking about like yeah how that how that went on. Is that so that that hut with that character is that character there who's the werewolf in in the in the books at all more or is he a new character himself or i don't remember him from the books but yeah i I don't remember him from the books is what i'm going to say there because obviously so 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 person he's with neneke big character in the books yeah but not um i don't remember i don't remember the work so the whole vilgavort thing yeah i i knew i knew that from the get-go i think i think like it was too obvious that Stregobor was going to be like that that character that the you know, the person right, essentially right. and how yeah. like the manipulation of that character and how he was going to be the subplant Can essentially. I also just say something about what well, thing I thing I didn't like about it was the fucking song that they were playing during the whole thing. Yeah. So on the nose. Things are not as they seem. Yeah. That no. That that's just that's just dreadful. That is one thing I thought was dreadful. Yeah. You don't. It was things. Things were too on the nose with all of that. It's not. Yeah. If they literally played, if they literally played that song to the whole heist, essentially, on well, I don't want to call it heist, the finding the items, essentially, like how, like they were planning on figuring out what was going on in the actual scene. Yeah. So it was more. The song was more leaning towards Geralt and uh, Yennefer. That yeah. would have worked better. And then okay. when the Shrugaball stuff happened, just no music in yeah. the Italian that sequence. I think that would have been much better. Okay. I I don't like the fact that in the final episode they repeated too many lines. I like how they went back to see everyone's different positions. Yeah. But yeah. they repeated too many lines. I think it should have literally been 
the last line where it left off straight into the next conversation, but they repeated three or four lines of the same thing. Or don't do any of that kind of that that bollocks going back in time. Um, I don't think it was need. I don't. I don't think it was needed to be seeing things from different perspectives. Although I do understand it, and 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 I do like stuff like that. I I didn't mind it, but I don't think it was necessary to have written that episode in that I way. I think because it was the shortest. It was like fifteen minutes shorter than the other episodes as well. Which yeah, was, it felt like they're padding it out a little bit with yeah. with, with, with by doing that. And I'm wondering if it's because of that ending that they chose to do that they put and at that point. Because I wanted to cut it at that point for for part one, possibly. Yeah, it would make sense to me. So what's yeah again? What's frustrating me is if those next episodes aren't longer, I'm going to be quite pissed to be honest. So if, like, there's a lot. There's a lot that should be happening. Yeah, I, I think each episode, each to the next episode, should be an hour and a half. If if there's if they were like the half book point. And I think this is Geralt's last showing of The Witcher. If you give me three 40 minute episodes, that's, that's not. You mean, you mean, you mean Cavill's last time? Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, Cavill's last performance as Geralt. Yeah. Like, if you Ger- give me. Geralt's still The Witcher. Yeah, if you give me two, only two more hours of Geralt, I think like he needs he needs his proper send off. And now they've described how he's going to get his proper send off, okay, and everything, but. He's going to go into uh, Mark Zuckerberg's metaphors. Uh, for fuck's sake, I, I just, I'm sick and tired of this whole meta shit. Um. <laughs> metaverse stuff specifically um but yeah and i my my big thing is that i do like the fact that we saw series combat ability more we've already mentioned that very briefly and obviously the fight on the boat i did like how Geralt acknowledged how she is you know she's using the environment to advantage he's yeah. he's seeing her come to fruition as a character he doesn't have to worry about as much anymore yeah. um yaskier the aspect of like his um possible romance with uh radovitz yeah, I mean, again, not in the books, but I was, but I actually did quite like that. I actually didn't mind that change from the books. I quite liked it because they, so a lot, of, a lot of stuff to do with Dane is not. A lot of those scenes are not in the books, but I thought that was an example of something to expand. So, I mean, I think I think mind correctly. I think a lot of the stuff to do with, like with Dane and stuff is more kind of like mentioned in the books as opposed to actual scenes where you're experiencing those things. So, I think expanding that area is what was one aspect of them adding to books that I agree with and I thought was was um, was good. One thing that did confuse me also, like Geralt questions the dance they're about to perform, but right. then he knows all the moves. Oh, okay. I didn't. I, I, That's just a I tiny thing that comes. Yeah, yeah, also, I the whole. The whole uh, Istrid and uh, Geralt fight—I knew that was a play straight away. There was oh, no, there was no like. So where is the short story that haven't didn't pop, didn't haven't fully adapted? Where um, it's actually the only time that Istrid appears in the books is is is, is in that short story. It's not in the saga, um, where him and Geralt are competing over Yen. Yeah, I mean. So I kind of thought maybe it was a nod to that. So do you know what this? Do you know what the final episode felt like? Ocean's Eleven meets Witcher. Okay, because of a because of a heist kind of yeah, thing. it just seemed yeah, like I yeah. don't know. Um, and the whole Vigilvorts thing, I thought like the reason they were talking about the character with the weird voice and everything, and you know, not not specifically describing the character because you could easily describe Strap or from the get go, but yeah. it, I don't know to be honest. But so James, going into the part two of like the show, yeah, I'll be expecting a lot more action. Uh, a lot more action. I mean, it's a bit thing. Yes, there's going to be uh, plenty of action coming up. So obviously, you know, going into like the last part, we knew there was a like 
there's probably going to be a big fight at like the the mage's castle. Oh, is there? I mean, you could hear the people running, hiding, also people screaming. You could tell like something's going on there already. What's going on? Possibly, but I'm presuming how it's going to play out. I'm I'm presuming Deekshu is going to be involved in like, working with Geralt. Possibly, James is like, I'm not telling you anything. I don't want to tell you, but um, yeah, I know what's gonna happen but i'm just like fuck yeah. i'll just read the book now no i'm joking um i'll, I'll leave it i'll leave it for the end of july but yeah I, I do think it's part two we've we've built up the political aspect of the show more now i do think we we do need more action going mm. into the second part there's, and i know there's plenty of action well that's what i'm deaf looking forward to to be honest that's what i'm deaf looking forward to so do you have any closing remarks for like you know the spoiler section that we couldn't really talk about well i've got other things i want to want to mention actually so He's a very small character in the books, but so so part so during part one, there's a, there's a scene and it's kind of hinted at throughout um, this season that there's, there's a messenger who's going to get shot. Now, messenger being shot is part of it is in the books. It's a it's, it's a little scene. They expanded it a little bit from books, but one thing they didn't do was talk about who shot him. Who's a character called Yaven, who's a, who's a sky tell. Again, he's a small character in the books, although he's a big character in the Witcher 1 game. But he's also a character who recurs and comes, I think, in, in the fifth book, there's some key scenes with him. If they were going to expand on a Skytel character, rather than create a new character called Galatin, I was expecting them to maybe make Yavin a bigger character, and then you could see, you, you could expand. Yeah, and rather than him just being randomly shot by God knows who for God knows why. So there is that Elven character who's been in it since the first season, the the boy. Yeah, who's that's, now... not, well, that's not that's not Yaven. No, no, I'm saying like, but is he is he a prominent character in the books or is he just he was created? Not, I, 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 again, another created character. I don't I don't remember him from the books at all because they keep bringing him back, which is yeah. interesting. So I'm wondering if maybe now I'm hoping they don't which do is, this. So so so. Maybe they'll change it to the him as being the character. Him as being what? As in, they'll, they'll, you know, the character you've talked no, about. No, 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 he won't, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I mean, again, Yavin's quite a small character in the books, but um, I don't think that's needed. I expect they might... I, I, could, I could see them... Yeah, I mean, I could see them using different character in that role. Um, yeah. I, I, I just thought if we were going to expand a role... In the books, he would have been that character. That's what I would have done, anyways. So the other thing, actually, something I just thought about. It's not really to do with book two, but it is another character, which is a small character, but then it actually becomes quite significant in part five. I can't remember if I've done this character. If not, really should have done by now. Um, there's a character. There's a character. I'm trying to think exactly where it go, c- comes from. It's to do with series past. I think when she's. I can't remember if it was when she was in Sintra, I'm not sure. Um I know I know there's a character which has who has a like like a young young like Siri, who has a massive crush on Siri. Um I can't remember I can't remember the name though. So that's a character who, who I don't think they've introduced and they should have done by now. Um because he becomes because there's there's some key scenes of him again in the fifth book. So there's a few characters they've missed. Um, small characters which we could have expanded upon, essentially. There is a character introduced this season, a female character, when Siri is in that town. Right. Is, does she become a bigger character later on? 
Remind me, I'm not. It's the person oh. who steals Siri's gold and gives her the dagger. I mean, I don't remember that character from the books, but I should. But but I can. I I I can see. Can't spoil anything. I could see that character returning and being towards the end of the season, and 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 being part of. I think part yeah. or something from the books essentially. I, I think how they've even shot the character of like you know appearing yes. very briefly. I, and then... I, I I I suspect she may well return, and I know. I don't want to say too much, but I think we may have revealed something already. Something I think. So I, 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 can I say two words? Sure. Slight spoiler. Okay. The rats. I think she's part of the rats, which is part of the books. Mm, isn't that how they're in the games as well? Don't think so. Okay, that's fine then. We 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 won't delve into the character more, but I do think um she she was very prominently shown in the episode, and I think I know where it's going with that character. Interesting, but, but, but and again, yes, if so, yes, in the books, but not at that point. I don't remember it being at that point, even though I do remember the scene from um. The scene with Wyvern and the Basilisk. I do I like do, how I, I did have a memory of I do I did have a memory when I watched that scene. I did have a memory of that being in the books. So I, I do like is. how they showed Ciri's combat ability and um you know her adapted to being a witcher in that scene and knowing exactly what it was and adapting to the yes, situation and I showing her ability that, without a sword. I, I I think that is from a book. Okay, interesting because obviously, I think like. Showing Siri without the sword and showing her ability and then showing her with the sword. And if you've played the games, people, she gets a lot more powerful with her abilities and combat abilities because she adapts more. I am really looking forward to that. And obviously, we're probably not going to see any of that till probably towards the tail end of season four, essentially. Um, Possibly. James like, not going to say too much, but yeah. Well, actually, probably earlier than that. I mean... um Yeah. There's there's good stuff coming up. I mean, if, if, if they do it justice, there's good stuff coming up. It would be really frustrating if the next season is more faithful to the books after Gar- as after after Cavill has left. Yes, yeah. It'd be really frustrating. Yeah, but well, I still want them to do, to try and like, do good at, good adaptation. Yeah, no, definitely agree with that. But are there any more closer thoughts, James, at all? Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to spoil. It's hard for me not to spoil anything. But I mean, overall, I liked it. I wish we were more faithful to the books, but. They have been well. They have been a lot more faithful with this series, so I'm actually it's it's made me happier to watch season four and the rest of the seasons going forwards. Even though I was always going to, because I'm just happy we've got a life adaptation. Yeah. Uh, it's not quite how I would handle it, but it is a little bit too so properly, as I say at times. But I'm just happy there was a life adaptation. I mean, maybe at some times somebody does it more faithfully. Yeah, as we, and uh, go listen to our IP and animation episode spe- specifically for that because James does discuss how The Witcher should be an animation. Well, well, how he'd do it as an animation. Pu- pu- purely because A, you've already got an animated film, so we know it can, can work in animated form, and purely because it would sort of, be too soon to do a live adaptation and be, t- be compared to this one. So you'd need a different form in order to um, get away with it. So. Yeah, I think closing thoughts for me are, yeah, I definitely need more action in the second part. I think we've built up a lot of the character relationships in the first part, the political aspects, the political intrigue, you know, where people are going in this season, which I do find quite uh, quite interesting. I was a bit, again, I was a bit down on the whole, like, 
them repeating major lines from the fifth episode i that did quite frustrate me quite a bit because it just felt like as we discussed it felt like they were padding the episode out quite a yeah, bit yeah. um i i will be really annoyed if they don't justify why it was split up into two like I think, I think they need to just follow. Which again, with Stranger Things, they literally said the reason we split up, I believe, was because they were still working on the VFX at that time. Yeah. And when you eventually watch season four of Stranger Things, you'll see why essentially. Okay. But if they don't have longer episodes, you know, more reasons as to why it was it was split up. Only again, the third reason I think because of this show was they literally wanted subscribers for another month because a lot of people might leave because of um, Cavill. Yeah, I think it was probably. Something like that, for did it, and it'd be really fucking annoying if they did that. To be honest, I mean, yeah. I mean, we've got some good shows coming out in November. You got One Piece coming out in November. I mean, August, and then you've got The Last Airbender coming out later in the year. So, and they've just announced they're doing a Chronicle of Narnia reboot. Okay, with um, the director of Barbie, Greta Gerwig, doing okay. it. So she's uh, gone from people out of the box to going into the closet. Yeah, going through the closet, shall I say, yeah. or the wardrobe. Going through all the wardrobe. I should really shouldn't say going through the closet. Yeah. Uh, going through the wardrobe. But yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up there today, people. So, again, I think that is the final point from James. I think we're, I think we're good there. Yeah, I think we're good. I think I've done done my points. It's okay. It's all right. It's not terrible, in my so opinion. Maybe we might have someone else on the show who's seen part one and part two when they join us. It'd be interested to see their perspective on what they thought of part one going into part two, possibly, or seeing both parts at the same time. Yeah. But obviously, James gave it a seven, yeah. and I gave it a seven point five. So I think just what what should we flip a coin or should we just what what should we rate rate it as? Uh, flip a coin to your witcher. Damn uh, it. No, sorry. Uh, so I think we'll just make it a 7.25. Okay, yeah, that's fair by me, 7.25. So yeah, we're going to leave it there, people. Um, so if you, uh, it's the outro now. So come back um, for part two at the end of Jan- uh, January, damn it, January, July, uh, where yeah. we will be reviewing part come two. Back, come back in July. Don't wait until January to come back, please. Uh, we, want, we want viewers. Oh yeah, no, definitely not. And also we can finally find out how what listeners really. James, we can finally figure out if James was correct or happy with how they shifted possible cliffhangers into the second part of the um second part they would have uh, thought where they would have actually I stopped t- it. I, I can tell you where I would have stopped it if uh, I was going to split it up. That's fair. We'll we'll do so, that. we'll do that next time though yeah. cuz it'll save spoilers. But yeah, but obviously you've got any questions, compliments, queries, how did you find the Witcher season 3 part 1 with um Henry Cavill? Uh, are you looking forward to it? him sticking around for the second part are you have you dropped off already from the witcher because he just lost interest are you really looking forward to part two or do you think it's too long until part two if you want to do that email us at nmipodcastoutlook.com that's nmipodcastoutlook.com or search for our socials at nmicast i want to thank james for joining me today yeah it's been good and uh, yeah again as james has just said toss a coin to your podcaster and we will see you next time people Bye-bye. bye bye <laughs>